and welcome back to another exciting episode of You Should Play This Game. My name is Allison. And my name's James. But still, it's it, it hasn't changed. Oh dang. I thought you're gonna I thought you were gonna get on that this week. No, sorry, I haven't gotten around to it. It's just it's a lot of paperwork and I you know, I'm moving and I'm starting a new job and I'm getting three new cats. I just oh. who has the time? I am gonna name your cat Squink, Bink, and Dink. Um, and I want to pet all of them. You um, don't need to do that. They've already been named that. Hell yeah. I have a very, very fun thing to tell you today, James. Ooh, yes. It it's time. It's, it's t- time to rule. Oh no! Yes, it's Yu-Gi-Oh! We're doing Yu-Gi-Oh! This, we're doing Yu-Gi-Oh this week. Um, I'm very excited. I love Yu-Gi-Oh! <laughs> I fully got you. <laughs> you right. 100% got me. Yu-Gi-Oh! is a card game. I don't know if you've heard of it. It's pretty popular. Uh, it was an anime. Before that, it was a manga. But now it's a card game. Uh, it was made in 2002. The card game was. The, the manga came out in like 1996. It's a, like literally the year after I was born. This manga came out. And then the card game has kind of existed my whole life. Mm-hmm. Um, shout out real quick. M- minor moment of silence. A little bit of a bummer. Creator of Yu-Gi-Oh! Recently passed. Doing some like genuine hero shit. Kazuki Takahashi, thank you very much for the art that you made, and thank you for saving lives. Legitimately, you're a fucking badass. Whoa, um, what? Oh yeah, uh, the creator of Yu-Gi-Oh passed away recently. He drowned. Um, he was doing a swimming instruction and diving instruction uh, on a beach because he's cool like that. He was being supported by like uh, coast guards essentially. And a uh, family got swept up in a riptide and was being cast out to sea. He swam out to save them along with the Coast Guard that he was with. Um, was not able, uh, was able to pass off the parents and child that were swept away to the Coast Guard. But he was then swept away and uh, passed due to that occurrence. But he saved three lives and he is... Uh, a badass, like a genuine badass. I, he is a hero, and he created an amazing, amazing uh, show and anime and manga. He is an artist and a genuinely cool person. Just sorry for the downer aside. Um, but no, that's that's. I mean, yeah, it is a bummer, but that's that's cool to know. Yeah, he is a hero, and uh, I appreciate that of him. It is sad events. This is at the time of recording several months old. So at the time of posting Mm -hmm. much more, but uh, yeah, yeah. One of the sad losses of 2022. Um, But uh, yeah, so we're going to talk about Yu-Gi-Oh. I'm going to talk about the card. Well, I'll start with the, a little bit of the history. Yeah. Tell me all about how did Yu-Gi-Oh happen? (laughs) It started as a manga, and then it got turned into a, an anime, and that's kind of where I really found out about it, and I really like the anime. Um, the game within the game of the show Yu-Gi-Oh! is called Duel Monsters. It is a card game that comes to life. You play these little monster cards, and you summon a little being, and they attack each other, and somehow that leads to you uh, being affected in, like, physical health there's always some weird stakes like at one point like yugi is chained up and he's like doing these dual battles and there's like saws in the wall that have popped out and are like coming <laughs> at him which kind of leads me to 
one of the really interesting points of Yu-Gi-Oh as a whole manga show and card game in America they are kids shows in Japan they were not um yeah i was gonna say wasn't it a four kids show here in the u.s it was a four kids show it was picked up by uh four kids and uh yeah it is it is actually what ended up bankrupting four kids really <laughs> yeah because they, they fully I refused to play sonic x for that one yeah no they fully refused to pay licensing to Yu-Gi-Oh. period because they were already they had no money at the time so they're like we're just yeah. not gonna pay people but we're still <laughs> gonna use their stuff and then yugi uh konami the creators of the Yu-Gi-Oh video games and a lot of the license holders um was like hey where's our money and then, uh, yeah, eventually Four Kids was forced to shudder due to Yu-Gi-Oh. Um, because they didn't believe in the heart of the cards. <laughs> they really didn't. <laughs> um, that's but... the one thing I know from Yu-Gi-Oh, that one <laughs> sentence. I mean, that's 90% of the show. And I believe it. Honestly, the number of times I've been in card game tournaments for Yu-Gi-Oh and heard someone mumble under the breath, the heart of the cards as they draw their like <laughs> card as they're like desperately like gripping onto like please just something good <laughs> um i i have i've been that person as well of like just please i believe in the heart of the card just give me the card i need i need one <laughs> card um but the interesting timeline of Yu-Gi-Oh is it goes from manga to show to card game um and the interesting thing about that is when the manga was being written the creator of the manga didn't know how to make a card game. He didn't know rules or any of that. That was like thrown out the window. We're making a manga first. And then when the show was made, they weren't thinking about actually making it into a card game at the time. The show has no rules that they just do kind of whatever in the show that works. Like I think in one of the, the, like core examples is you have to like sacrifice cards to summon higher powered monsters like blue eyes, white dragon or magic dark magician, Mm -hmm. which are like some of the the buzzwords that people really know. Um, They don't do that in the show for like a long time until the card game gets made. And then they actually have to take the show and figure out how the fuck do we turn this into an actual card game? (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> like yeah we need to sell this to kids uh or adults or whoever but we need to turn this into a functional rule-based playable card game and they task uh a smaller at the time i believe a smaller uh distributor with upper deck entertainment who is basically them and konami together are like hey figure out this card game like rules stats like everything give things life points and all the things from the show make it in the thing. And they're like, the show, the show makes no sense at all. And it's so funny to see because the actual card game is so weird and wild and different from every other card game that uh, sadly every card game other than this is kind of yeah. made by Wizards of the Coast. Every major card game other than this is made by Wizards of the Coast, um, except for like Vanguard and a couple of others. But like Pokemon and Magic are like the big trifecta of Yu-Gi-Oh! Pokemon Magic. And the other two are made by the same people and have basically the same rules. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And like to to zoom out, like Hasbro, I think, has that whole side of the industry just locked yeah, down. Yeah. That's fair, that's fair. Um 
but yeah it's just interesting to see such a weird game with some like really interesting rules because it came from a place of no rules and then it had to have like all of this like funneled into like please just make it make sense i find that so interesting um while i was researching for this episode i also found out that uh the contract with upper deck entertainment was set to expire in 2010 and the original contract was for 75 million dollars of like we're gonna give you 75 million dollars figure out the card game so upper, upper deck did that and then when the contract was running out and konami basically announced hey we're not going to renew the contract. We're going to take over everything. We're just going to do printing distribution, like everything. We're just going to handle that. Um, Upper deck sued Konami for 75 million and $1,000. <laughs> just a little bit more. Just tack an extra thing. thousand on there to make him feel a little bit worse. I just found that to be like mildly petty. And I was like, that's mm-hmm. very funny. It didn't work out. <laughs> Konami still is like, we no, we own we own this. I know that y'all like made the card game, but we licensed you to do that. And then when the license ran out, we get to keep that. And yeah, so that that's it didn't end up mm. working out for Upper Deck. But I just find that petty yeah. of like this whole thing started with seventy five million, so we're just gonna tack a little extra on top. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's, I just find this game so fun of uh, its timeline throughout its creation the massive amounts of censoring that happened throughout all of it, where it had to just kind of be wound back repeatedly over and over and over again. And then the massive influence that it's had on like generations of, well, I I don't know if I want to say generations, but like genuine decades of uh, fans from 1996 till now, like it's almost got three whole decades of this uh, uh, multimedia like behemoth that's just kind of rolled through and yeah, I was just kind of held on yeah i was gonna say because joking aside from earlier i think everyone recognizes not everyone i think a lot of people especially around our age will recognize some aspects of Yu-Gi-Oh, like the references to the, the heart of the cards or blue eyes white dragon like you said uh there was a viral video going around a while ago of someone uh playing Yu-Gi-Oh! in VR uh, and kept summoning Pot of Greed over and over. And I know that people who never played Yu-Gi-Oh! knew that and saw that and thought it was funny. I thought it was funny. I had no idea what Pot of Greed was. (laughs) He kept summoning it and the other guy got really mad. So it was funny. That is very funny, but also Pot of Greed is such a broken card. Like from a card, uh, from a card game perspective, Pot of yeah. Greed just lets you instant, like no drawbacks, instantly just draw three cards. Like these are mine now. Like that's for a mill deck, you can have like up to three of those. That's nine cards that you just get handed to you. That's mm-hmm. so powerful in a card game. With yeah. no repercussions, you just do this. Like Pokemon, mm-hmm. at least makes you coin flip forward or something. Yeah, um, exactly. Um, but yeah, no, it's like, like you said, I don't think it's unfair to say generations because there's so many people around now that just recognize some bits and pieces of that. But I don't know as many people that have actually sat down and played the game. I think most folks are, you know, a fan of the show or something like that. Yeah, that's very fair. Honestly, I think the game is a very, very enjoyable game for as weird as it is. You start both teams, uh, both sides start with a set amount of life points 
which is very fun because like if you watch the show you're like oh my life points ah which <laughs> is in the show is actually your vitality like your actual like life is a part of that and it's very funny because we have like this perception of Yu-Gi-Oh in America with the quote-unquote shadow realm um <laughs> but in the from my understanding in the original translations you just die wait is the shadow realm just hell the shadow realm is just you died they had to turn it into something for America <laughs> because you can't That's... just kill a person in a kid's show. So there's like, uh, you can't die. Let's just put him in the shadow realm. Yeah. Wow. It's, it's, yeah. Like it is basically <laughs> like, uh, purgatory essentially. Um, but yeah, Man, my, my third cat went to the shadow realm just the other day. Oh, was it Bingus or Quingus? It was Scrungus. Um oh, but he's fine now. He he's in the American interpretation of the show. Okay, he's just in the actual Shadow Realm, so he's just getting Yeah, he's fine. He's fine. Don't it's worry. It's also about funny it. that like that reinfluence, like it's it's very cyclical of like, oh, they had to change that for America, so we're gonna kinda mm. tie that back into the like source material and it like it's like <laughs> the taffy polar where it just like mixes itself back into itself over and over and over again. Um but uh yeah no so you start with your life points and you get to play your cards you there's just it's hmm. the card game itself is very very simple in that like you can play your cards you set your traps you have field cards you've got like a lot of the general stuff that you see in a lot of card games but the pacing to the actual game is interesting and that like your hold on there's like a draw phase and then your main action phase then a trap phase then a battle phase like it goes through like six or seven different phases per turn it's so much to like keep track of and actually play but once you get the hang of it you're like oh this makes sense but explaining this game is fucking impossible it's so it's so frustrating, but I mm -hmm. really, really just absolutely adore sitting down and playing this game. Now, let me ask you this. For somebody who, hypothetically, a friend of mine, uh, I'm asking for a friend, mm -hmm. uh, for someone who doesn't particularly enjoy card games, like battling card games, like, mm -hmm. say, for instance, somebody <laughs> who uh, didn't particularly enjoy Magic the Gathering, like, uh, liked it from a sort of design perspective but just never really enjoyed sitting down and playing it um i know hearthstone isn't technically a card game but it is a digital card game um it's in like a similar kind of thing there um just never n doesn't really uh enjoy the the core card game experience is Yu-Gi-Oh still worth playing uh, because it, does it stand out as different? Does it have a different feel to it? Or is it a card game for people who like card games? I would say it's probably more of a card game for people who like card games. I do find it to be a little bit different in that it has some really interesting, weird rules in the way that it works. So if you like card games and you like the rules and systems behind those card games, you like the way that these interactions happen in these different phases where you're able to stack or add or build an interesting, like, uh cohesion or like mixture of moves i can't remember the f term right now but uh a nice system of like 
this card works with this card that works with this card and these things will tie back into this phase of battle and then that will actually do more damage so if i can get this card on the field and this turn then it will like building those effects all together is very very fun in this game because it has such a weird flow to it you actually have a little bit more freedom in the way that you're able to play and make those phases work for you um and i find that to be very very fun and interesting from a systems point of view but if those systems don't interest you if you're not interested in building those those systems and those uh methods of play out in that way then i don't know if this would be a game for you but Mm -hmm. if my friend sorry uh this isn't about me yes of course If, if if this game might not be for your friend but uh if your friend does really enjoy being able to basically put together a puzzle in your head to try and screw over the person across the table from you as hard as possible. Uh, This game is very, very fun for that. Being able to just like fully manipulate this and be like, all right, cool. How can I make this as broken as possible to make my opponent upset? Or at least that's my take on it. Um, And I hope that my opponent's doing the exact same to me of like, how can I screw this person over as hard as possible? I think you've brought me back around on it now because I do very much enjoy the idea of I'm going to be as nasty of a person to this other person as possible within the confines of the game. Of course, like you you follow the rules. Yeah. But there are some really weird rules and some very broken cards that are fully legal to play. Mm. Um they have limitations put on them. Like Exodia is broken as heck. If you can get <laughs> all five pieces of Exodia in your hand, they're five separate cards. If you can fully mm-hmm. deck five different cards and get all those in your hand, you win. End of <laughs> end of story. Doesn't matter if you have one life point and your opponent has eight thousand. You win. You got all the Exodia cards. That's it. But you can only put one of each card in your deck. Whereas every other card you're allowed to have up to three, I believe. There was also recently they had to introduce this for this game um, at tournaments. There is a deck cap. Oh, I, I think I remember something about this. There was never a deck cap prior. Yep. One person showed up with a mill deck, which is a deck that causes you to draw and discard cards and then draw and discard cards over and over and over again. Um, with a deck that had, I think, over 2,000 cards in it, and it just stalled out to the point to where the person across the table would eventually be like, okay, you're not breaking any rules, but I forfeit because I'm tired of you going through your deck. Because basically he would be like, I get to look through my deck and find a card, and then I get to shuffle it. So he'll look through the whole deck, and then you have to shuffle the entire 2,000-card deck <laughs> and set it to the side, and then your next card is like, okay, cool. Now I get yeah. to sign, find this card, and then I have to shuffle my deck. It's like, all right, cool, I resign. I don't want to deal with you dealing with this. It's <laughs> so petty, but it's so good. And it's stuff like that that makes me love this game. It's truly so good. Um I, I, I want to say there was an iconic image when that happened of uh, that guy. It was like that guy had to get friends. his friend to help him carry yeah. around the deck, right? It was like they this had the deck big, long their, tower yeah. on their shoulder as they like walk yeah. through the convention. <laughs> yes, that is that is that is that. Um, that was Yu-Gi-Oh! And Yu-Gi-Oh! is just like that. And I love mm. that about this is that it's just people being like, how can I use these rules and manipulate them because they're so weird and 
oddly structured because of its origins. Mm-hmm. How do I manipulate these bit base set of rules that never made sense in the first place to screw over the person across from me in the nicest way possible? Mm-hmm. And I, I absolutely adore that about this game. So like that is, that is the reason why I think that people should at least give it a shot at one point to try and figure out like, do I really like being a little mischievous demon? If so, yeah. dope. I enjoy being a mischievous little demon, a little goblin, a little gremlin man. <laughs> um, so I, I, I will certainly have to give it a try. I think this is one of those games where I'm going to go in pretty solidly expecting that I'm not going to like dive deep into it. I'm not going to fully invest a ton of time into it, but it sounds wild and wacky and I have to at least see it. I have to at least give it a fair shake. Dope. I love I love at least the the option to try. I didn't get you to yeah. say I'm playing that game, but I got you to that at least and I know that you don't like hard games. So yeah. at least getting a um getting an I'm willing to try, I'll take it. Yeah. Um also I Wait. I have to come clean about something. Mhm. Um I you know how I was talking about my friend earlier. The friend is you, you are the friend. How'd you know? <laughs> <laughs> oh, I, I, but honestly, in that regard, I don't fully disagree with you. Like magic is magic is like kind of fun, but like, honestly, the majority of it, I just like for the pretty pictures, like the design aspect of magic is mm-hmm. the, the cards are beautiful. The actual game. Oh, is I know Yu-Gi-Oh has some wild pictures really too. Good. Oh my God. Yu-Gi-Oh does not have a style guide. Like there's literally no like uniform style guide for Yu-Gi-Oh. It's very much a a Digimon thing from that perspective of like Digimon doesn't have a style guide. It can be like a little, a little round blob with wings or it can be a BDSM sexy lady. Um, Yu-Gi-Oh is the exact same way of it could just be like a little gremlin guy with like crazy eyes or like it's a whole like lady in bondage gear or it's like a eagle man with a spear um like genuinely it can be it can be just anything i adore that about some mm-hmm. of these games where they don't have like a hard fast like it has to look like this it's like yeah it's just kind of all over the place i'm like yes give me the weirdest <laughs> that because you get weird stuff about it look up the uh what are what are the little little freaky guys uh ojamas oh What's they, their deal? Uh, there, there's a family of Ojamas. They can merge into like different beings. So like they're they're five separate. I think they're five separate colors. There's blue, green, red, yellow, and black are like the main ones. Uh, there are a bunch of other like side ones, but I think that those are the main ones. Um, and they're able to merge into the Ojama King, and like they're no. Um, I don't. I don't want them to do that. They're funky little underwear, dude. Are you looking at them right now? I am. They've got like little little speedos on, wasn't. and like crazy eyeballs, and they're just like oh, no. here to fucking party, like a hundred percent. Get off of my computer screen. Goodbye, Ojamas. <laughs> Ojama Knight, like the the actual like he's a he's a he's a soldier. He's great. The Ojama King. I I will play this game if you promise to never show me the Ojamas ever again. <laughs> At the very least, the Armored Ojama King will protect me. Um, but you can have a whole deck just centered around Ojamas. It's great. I'll, I gotta put one together if we're ever gonna that play. That doesn't sound um, great. I know, right? 
Uh, if you want something cute to look at, look up the uh, Madolce, M-A-D-O-L-C-H-E. The, yeah, the Madolce, Madolce deck. They're all like little dessert fairy girls. They're very cute. Oh, cute. They're adorable. Like, this yeah. is what I mean. It, it has like no style guide. It goes from like gremlin little demon men to like the cutest little dessert girls you've ever seen. So This one's listening to lo-fi hip-hop. <laughs> That does not surprise me. This um, one's a dog. I okay. I love this game again. Yeah, yeah I'm, I'm back on board. All right, dope. Well, thank you for listening. You should play this game. Have a good night. Bye. Goodbye. Uh, good night. <laughs> I, I, I sleep well. Uh, yes. Or don't. Never sleep again. Goodbye good. forever. Bye. <laughs> How do we end the podcast? <laughs>